0: We feel like we're fortunate to be in a position to make this work even though it'll be a stretch for us and a lot of like hard labor, but we just feel like now's the time and we feel really blessed that it's even possible, Um, but it'll still require a ton of work.
1: It's a big day here on Heart of the Home Podcast. After weeks of only being able to share limited details, John and I are finally opening up about our newest home renovation. Our project, Stag Mountain Modern, yep, that's its name. It's a house with a lot of potential, but since its construction in 1978, not much has changed. Today, we're breaking it all down. What we're tackling first, what we hope to save, and what will probably have to wait a while. Welcome to Heart of the Home, a podcast exploring the personal histories that inspire our surroundings. Candid conversations about the stories behind the pretty pictures, tales of design and renovations gone wrong and right. Because a home isn't just a structure filled with themes, it's the people who live there. So join me as we explore the unique stories that help each of us find our way home. You have very bad allergies right now.
0: I do. You can probably hear it in my voice.
1: I can tell. And you keep, do like, your eyes really... are a little bit puffier and you're kind of sniffly and yeah. aggravated by our new house.
0: <laughs> yes. Not just our new house. The The pollen in the air is bad right now, too. But definitely the new house is a contributing factor.
1: Yes. Because the people that we bought the house from were animal, they had, like, an animal sanctuary yes, situation they are, they happening. They love animals, apparently,
0: and okay. love cleaning horse blankets in the house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They had many animals, they had like an animal blanket cleaning company, Mm -hmm. and it's all aggravating your allergies. Oh yeah. But let's talk about the house. Awesome. We have the keys. We do. How does it feel?
0: Awesome and daunting at the same time.
1: Awesome and daunting. Let's talk about how we got to this day. So we've sold Our house. Mm -hmm. We're now officially renters of Stag Reno. Yes, we are. We are staying in this house for a little bit longer. And we were planning originally to move right into our new house. And that was gonna be hard.
0: Tough. (laughs) That was gonna be really hard. Real tough.
1: Because the state of the house it needs a lot of work. Right. But we really only went for this house because We didn't know what we were going to sell our house for, stag reno. And Mm -hmm. so we thought, okay, we think we figured it out so that we can move right from this house into that house. And it's not going to be fun, but we figured out where we were going to put the girls. It took
0: us several months of adjusting psychologically (laughs) to leaving this beautiful home that we've just obsessed (laughs) over every little detail. And it just works so well. It's amazing. And we, we know and we've really been appreciating how amazing this house is since we decided we would leave. And then, yeah, it took months of adjusting to the realization that we'd be going somewhere not awesome at first.
1: And it was kind of going to be like a swap, right? We thought, okay, if we can sell our house for as much as we can buy the next house for, even though the next house is in total disrepair, mm-hmm. it's a bigger lot, It's a bigger house. It has more potential for all of the things on our wish list, right? It can
0: be a lot better than our current house one day.
1: Right. So we kind of thought... But
0: but in the beginning, actually, we weren't sure it would even be a swap. We thought we would end up paying more for this other house than we could get for our house, and we were trying to accept that possibility.
1: It was hard. But we did come around to it because we thought, you know what? If we want to be in this area and we want... You know, to chip away at that checklist, we were really looking at the next ten years for our family. We thought we're gonna have to sacrifice and make the swap. So we thought we were gonna have to move straight from this house into that house, but then a wonderful thing happened.
0: The market exploded.
1: (laughs) The market exploded and we sold Stag Reno for significantly more than we were thinking we were going to.
0: Like you had to pick me up off the floor in a good way. (laughs) a Good way. Like, I I enjoyed being down on the floor for a while.
1: (laughs) It felt like a gift. It really did. Because we had poured our hearts and souls into this home. Oh, yeah. And it felt like it had paid off. Like
0: someone believed that what we did had value. Yes.
1: Well, a lot of people believed it. I mean, we got 10 offers on the house. And they were awesome offers. So all of that to say, we're not moving right into the house. No. Well, we thought
0: we would have to. Now we don't have to because we have more money to work with. Yes. So we can do all the crazy, messy, really disruptive stuff that you don't want to be there for. Yeah. Before we move in.
1: So I thought it would be fun to kind of go through what we're hoping to accomplish before we move in and kind of what the game plan is. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move into a rental, which is not far also. It's just a couple streets away from no. the new house. That was a
0: total find. Yeah. We're paying way more than Ooh. we could be paying somewhere else, but we're very close, which Rent is
1: Rent is valuable, not cheap right now, by the way. Nothing's yeah. cheap right now. Getting a
0: rental is almost as hard as getting a house these days.
1: Yeah. So... Okay. So let's talk about the current state of the house. There's not a lot that, well, I was going to say there's not a lot we can do until we get the plans approved, but there is actually a lot we can do. Our first order of business that we've been trying to move along is getting all of the plans for what we want to do done and submitted Mm -hmm. because that's going to be a process, right? right? So we've been working just barely started working with an architect that we've worked with in the past on client projects, Hebden Studios. And we they're... had one
0: meeting with him and our my mind was blown. It's like <laughs> he has so many great ideas that I wouldn't He's have thought of. He's
1: very talented.
0: Because we feel like we've got pretty good ideas and we've been through this many times before. So it's like, we kind of know what's possible and what's not. And so, yeah, it is good that we have an idea of what we want, but he had a lot of ideas that I wouldn't have thought of, which is like, Awesome. Yeah. That's why I hire an architect, right?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I think it's really important to find an architect that you just click with, right? And mm-hmm. that um, you think have, has the same vision. And there's, I will say, there are quite a few architects that we've worked with that I really love that I think have a great vision and that we could have worked really well with. But mm-hmm. I think for this house in particular, Brian Hebden is a great fit for this house. So, uh, we've been working with him. We have another meeting with him coming up to finish up the rough plans. Our team, this is going to be a little bit different than what, you know, a lot of you would be doing at home because we have the capability within our design firm to do a lot of the heavy lifting, some of the heavy lifting for the architect studio. So
0: at least the plant space planning, right. Measuring things out, making sure the sizing is right. Right. Yeah. It's, it can be a team effort.
1: Yeah. It's definitely going to be a very collaborative team effort. So luckily we have all of the original plans. The As the house has changed hands a few times, they've hung on to this. It basically came in like a giant Tupperware thing (laughs) of storage. Yes. Of all of the original plans. The house had the plans that it was built with. And then somewhere down the road at the second owner's, they decided to put on a big addition that was a
0: they they were planning one.
1: Right. They were planning one. I was getting to that. Oh, sorry. (laughs) It was a big pool house and basketball court, like an indoor pool and basketball court. And it had they have like the original drawings of like what it would look like, and like people sitting around the pool. Yeah, nice plans. Yeah, those are super cool plans. Um, I'm
0: glad they didn't do it, though.
1: I'm really glad they didn't do it too. I,
0: I wouldn't. I'm. We're not going to do the same thing that they were planning to do, and I'm glad that. We don't have to tear it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not placed. I can see why they did it that way, because they really were trying to do an indoor pool. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of put it in the only place Which that in
0: Utah is a good idea. Like, you can use it year-round, Year-round. Right?
1: I would love an indoor pool. But we value yard space a little bit more yeah. than indoor pool. So anyway, we're glad they didn't do it. And we have other plans of what to do with those spaces anyway. So... So anyway, we've been working with the architect to kind of narrow down plans and get plans submitted. That's obviously going to take a while. So what can we be doing while we're waiting for that to happen? The first thing I think is that there's a lot of landscaping issues. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the landscaping. It's like a forest,
0: just an undeveloped forest back there that I'm sure it wasn't always that way. They just let... Trees grow like wild.
1: You can back see there. like remnants of like concrete steps that are completely covered in growth. Yeah, and at like, one there point... was once
0: life back there. <laughs> there.
1: There was once thought.
0: There's also like a Stonehenge type concrete pillar assembly situation. that makes no sense. Like you can usually tell. What was once there? We have no idea what those pillars were. No, used for. no one
1: does. <laughs> no one can figure it out.
0: We're going to have to make sure we know what they were before we knock them down in case they're like, who knows? Burials. <laughs> who knows? They better not be like monoliths for grave sites. We don't think that's, that's what
1: scary. we're hoping is not the case. <laughs> they are like old though. They're like covered in moss. They may have and predated the
0: house. Who knows?
1: We have no idea. They're really I'm weird. not
0: ruling out aliens. Probably not aliens. (laughs) You just don't know.
1: We just don't know. So there's that situation. There's also like a um, wood bench thing where I'm guessing they like put a fire pit at one point. Mm -hmm. But the wood benches are like super creaky. Well, they
0: just haven't maintained them in 30 years. Ever. Ever
1: ever yeah (laughs) um but probably i dare say this is the biggest issue with the yard is that there are so many trees Mm -hmm. and they all have problems we're hoping we can save a couple of them because i
0: really
1: really (laughs) want to save a couple of them because i love big mature beautiful trees but these most of these trees are not healthy right they are growing into each other they're leaning. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel they like been all the trees pruned, are bowing toward the house. Do you feel that way?
0: Well, because the mountainside is coming down toward the house. So that's. I guess, I guess you wouldn't expect that necessarily. Trees still grow up straight up. I don't know what's on going on with them.
1: And then there's one that, like, they've hacked the back side of it because it was too close to a power line. And so it's bowing. And that's the bummer one because yeah, that's the a prettiest tree. tree in the whole yard. But we can't keep it because it's all misshapen. Yeah. Like it...
0: It does make me sad, but I think we are probably going to have to take down every tree in that yard and start over.
1: You don't look sad (laughs) right now.
0: (laughs) No, I am. I love the fact that we were able to keep some big, beautiful, mature trees in our current yard. And, you know, who knows? Maybe we can find a couple that can stay where they are. But even if they're perfect and beautiful, if they're smack dab in the middle of where the pool is going to go... There's not really an option, right?
1: He's saying he's basically laying the groundwork right now because there's one tree that I want to keep that's in it's the middle of the yard. smack
0: dab in the middle of the yard, which just doesn't work.
1: We could keep it for a while and yeah, evaluate. We have to okay. cut it down
0: immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Try and keep an open mind. Jen Mr. has Stag. a hard
0: time letting go of things. That's
1: not true. She
0: really does. No,
1: <laughs> I. She's can... very
0: sentimental, which I love about her, but she does not let go of things easily.
1: I'm not sentimental about a tree I just met.
0: You kind of are already. No, I'm not. You've latched on.
1: (laughs) I just don't want our yard to look like we just moved into a lot that didn't have any landscaping. And
0: you know what? I'm totally fine with that. (laughs) Uh,
1: This is an ongoing battle, as you can tell.
0: It is surrounded by a mountainside and other houses with mature trees, so it won't feel like a brand new development.
1: There's a cute little tree by. let change the subject. There's a cute little tree <laughs> by the um, front of the house that I think is the most likely that we can keep.
0: Uh,
1: I don't want to talk. Of, <laughs> okay, you know, know about what? That.
0: Hopefully, we can relocate it.
1: We're not going to be able to relocate it. It can stay right there. <laughs> we'll see. Oh my goodness. The heart of the home continues in just a moment. Hey everyone, just letting you know about our accessories collection now on Stag Design Shop. It's growing from candlesticks to rugs to luxurious throws. These items will elevate your home and make great companions to our artwork, pillows, and existing accessories. You can view the new collection for yourself at stagdesignshop.com. That's stag with two Gs. We also need to scope the sewer line.
0: Yes. That's the first step.
1: Why do you think that's important to do?
0: We do that on every property we buy. Like the first thing we do is scope the sewer line because really the first property we bought had some big sewer line issues and we didn't really know about it until later in the renovation process. And I wish we had known right from the beginning because we could have just planned to replace that as part of everything else we were doing. So like this where we'll be digging up a bunch of stuff. If we know we have to replace the sewer line, I'd rather just know that and probably do it right away and get it fixed. So that's why we do that. Yeah. And this in this case in particular, who knows what's down there if they've been flushing horsehair down the drain for years. So we'll see.
1: I'm sure it's going to be a bad situation. I just have I'm just bracing myself that it's going to be bad.
0: Well, I mean, they probably would have had sewer sewage backing up in the house if it was really bad. But yeah, we'll see. Maybe yeah. it needs to be cleaned out.
1: We're hesitant to do too much demo before we know how the floor plan is going to go. But there is some demo that we can do, right? Like mm-hmm. we can tear out bathroom fixtures. We can tear out the kitchen because it's definitely not staying. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, originally when we thought through how we were going to make this work, how we were going to make this house work, we thought we were going to... Keep the kitchen and just do like sort of like a phase one redo of it and then tear the whole thing out in in a few years. Just because we
0: know how expensive the kitchen will be and that was something that we thought we'd have to wait on.
1: Right. But now we're just going to tear the whole thing out and start fresh. And
0: really only because we probably can't avoid tearing it out in order to do the structural changes we need to do right away. Yeah. We probably would still wait on the kitchen if we could, but I don't think it's going to be possible.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to deceive anybody and make them think, wow, we just bought this house, this big, expensive house, and we're going to finish the whole thing before we move in. No. Nope.
0: No way. <laughs> I wish nope. we could.
1: That's not how it's going to happen. So, our goal is to finish all of the really hard, yucky, messy stuff, mm-hmm. like all of the structural changes, basically, clear out all the crap in the yard put in all the retaining walls that we're going to have to put in, which will be very expensive because Mm -hmm. we're on a mountainside. Mm -hmm. Um, Replace all the windows and doors, patch, paint, sheetrock, insulate, all of that kind of stuff, make all the floor plan changes. And then (laughs) we're basically, well, I will say, I really want to finish most of the kitchen and a family room. And at least one bathroom and the girls' rooms. Those are, that's sort of our goal, right?
0: Yeah, we're pretty early in the planning stages. That's our hope, is that we'll have enough money to do all that. Um, and we'll basically be moving into a very basic house without a lot of finishes. But that is hopefully safe, fully dried in. Clean. Clean. Yeah, of course, most importantly, safe for our kids. And then little by little, we'll work on spaces and finish them and make them really nice Yeah, over time.
1: I mean, as long as we, you know, if you think about like fresh painted drywall, fresh flooring, new windows, new doors, that's what most of the house is going to be like. Yeah. I think. Right. We're not going to have all of those finishing touches done.
0: Custom cabinetry in every room and all the really high-end finishes that one day we hope to have, we won't have them right away. Eventually, Yeah.
1: but not right away because we just can't.
0: Which, you know, is a lot better than what we were thinking we would have to do, which is move in and live through demo and structural changes and all the gross, messy stuff. that. And it's hard to keep kids safe. And happy in that environment, right? So we think it'll be much better for our family to at least get it to that kind of somewhat put back together basic state.
1: Yes. This is going to be a few years before we finish this house. It's not going to go as fast as our current house did. You know, our current house is smaller. We essentially finished almost the whole thing before we even moved in. So it was like, what, seven, eight months, The whole house was done Mm -hmm. for the most part. We moved in. Yeah, it wasn't perfectly decorated yet. And we kind of took our time decorating each space. And there were a few things we did after the fact, like added all the molding to the master bedroom, all the wood trim. We painted that a different color. We sort of finished fully spaces as we kind of went along.
0: Finished the laundry room like, you know, six years later. (laughs) Like
1: just a few months ago. Right. So annoying. Um, But... It was pretty much done when we moved in. This house is not going to be like that. And you know what? I actually feel really good about it because I feel like it's not a bad thing to live in a space and really think about how you want it to feel and function and look. And your taste when you're designing a whole house fast Mm-hmm. It turns out beautifully as long as you you know know what you're doing and keeping in mind how the house is going to flow and, and cohesiveness and stuff like that. But right. after you kind of live in a house, you really have a lot of time to stare at things mm-hmm. and think about how you want them to function and how you and want them to feel and look and exactly and
0: how you move around in the house and what your actual needs are. Yeah, yeah.
1: The master you, you make a
0: lot of guesses when you're designing on paper. And it's not until you're in the space that you know exactly whether it's right.
1: Right. The main bedroom and bathroom are probably going to be one of the later things that we finish, which is a bummer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because our main bedroom right now is one of my favorite places. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. It's so lovely. It feels like an oasis. It really does. But... I think it's more important it is more important for our girls to have a feeling that their room is put together and pretty and that they're excited about it and stuff like that. So we've already told the girls like, "Hey, we're going to all be sharing a bathroom. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. We'll be showering in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll be hanging out in your bathroom a lot because Mommy and Daddy's bathroom is probably not going to be done for a while. Um there are things that will probably be mostly finished-ish that are exciting and fun, like the dance studio that we have plans for Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the family room and kitchen. The backyard is, well, really the yard in general is going to be a process. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be done fast.
0: If we could get it to the point where the infrastructure was in place, if because we're going to have to tier the yard in the backyard, especially with some retaining walls and establish different tiers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really messy, disruptive work. So if we could get that done and everything kind of leveled before we move in, that would be ideal. We'll see.
1: John mentioned a pool.
0: The pool's that's not, not going to happen, happen right away. <laughs> for a long time.
1: <laughs> that's like
0: last after everything else is done.
1: I mean, I would love if we could do that right away, but that's a lot of money and it's not going to happen right away.
0: Yeah. So if we can get the yard kind of, the infrastructure in place and maybe not even plant much other than some grass and some places to allow our kids to be outside running around playing. It took us years to get to that point with our current house. And that's one of our biggest regrets that we couldn't finish the yard sooner because our kids have really thrived With our backyard, especially in this house. And if we didn't have the backyard the way it was during the pandemic, it would have been really painful.
1: my gosh. It saved us. Yeah. It really did save us. It gave, you know, a chance when all the parks were closed for our kids to go outside and play. Mm And still feel like they could be on a playground and run around and giggle and laugh and jump. And it was a lifesaver.
0: So we're going to prioritize that sooner than we probably would have otherwise. Like... We won't have a bathroom in our master, but we'll have hopefully the <laughs> basics of a backyard because <laughs> that really probably is more important it for is. our kids it at is. their ages.
1: Yeah. And we can, we're fine. We can do without a bathroom yeah. for a while. We can
0: walk down the hall and use a, a different bathroom.
1: As long as there's one beautifully finished bathroom, we're good. Yeah. 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 You what can hear were your... Jen, like,
0: psyching herself up for that. <laughs> that was mostly for Jen.
1: <laughs> what were your first impressions when we got the keys and we went over and checked everything out?
0: Uh, It just felt real. You know, we've been real. thinking about it and planning for it for a long time, but it's like, okay, this is it. Like, being in the house and like, well, we own this now, <laughs> so time to get to work.
1: There are some things in the house that... I am really fighting hard to keep that are original to the house. That's always a, I wouldn't say a battle, but it's a lot of conversation between the two of us because. (laughs) Depends what it is. John is usually team tear it out. Mm -hmm. And I am, I think I'm pretty thoughtful about it. I am usually team before we tear things out. Let's think about if it needs to (laughs) stay in the house.
0: Yeah, I'm most resistant to tearing out but moving somewhere else, which is several of your ideas, because that obviously makes it a lot harder to tear out if you're trying to preserve it. Yeah. You can just destroy something pretty quickly, but if you have to preserve it, that's really time consuming.
1: Okay, let's talk about what it is. So there's a cedar closet in the basement. Right. Full- Floor, ceiling. I mean, it's like the whole thing is cedar. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful wood. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So I want to carefully remove the cedar and use it somewhere else. Where? On a ceiling.
0: To what end? Why? (laughs) Just to maintain a portion of the house?
1: Yes. And because I think it's really beautiful. And I think it's super wasteful to throw it away. Okay, we'll talk about that. (laughs) The other one, the other, the other thing is that there's an amazing wood floor. There is. It's really amazing in the dining room, a hand laid mid century parquet floor. It's really beautiful, and I really want to find a way to keep it in there. So it's going to be tricky. Because we're going to remove a wall in there and add another wall in there. And anytime you do that, you have to rethink the flooring a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the same floor is in the entryway. So if we... I've already thought this through, y'all. If we pull up the floor in the entryway, that will give us extra flooring to fill in those gaps in the dining room. Right. I think I'm going to win that battle, though, because no, the I, floor is really It's amazing. a great floor.
0: Yeah. And... We'll have to talk to a flooring specialist, like a real craftsman. Uh, but I'm I'm imagining that that will be possible. It'll be some work for sure.
1: It'll be some work, but it'll be worth it. And we probably
0: need to refinish it, yes. which won't be easy because it has a lot of contours and and yes. seams and like all the joints are recessed into the floor. So
1: if we end up using we'll the same refinish that if we end up using the same flooring guy that we used on this house. I'm just imagining the grumbles.
0: Oh, he's so Henry. He's so grumpy.
1: <laughs> he does really, really good work, but I can I mean he's going to be so grumpy.
0: Yeah, he's one of those guys like you hire him but you expect to take a bit of abuse even like in the the bidding process. <laughs> like not that he'll like outright insult you, but he's just not super nice.
1: No. He you always get the feeling that he's super mad to it's be Kind of like there.
0: the guy in Seinfeld the soup the soup guy, no soup for you. Like you just put up with abuse because you really want that soup. You know?
1: <laughs> that's how, that's how the flooring's going to be in this house. You I just have a stand his
0: good side. Yeah. So you can get the soup.
1: You just, we just load our contractors up with yummy food and hope they show up and do a really good job. Yeah. Okay. So we have a lot to get moving on, on this house. We're anxious to do it. Um, I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Me either. Yeah. And Jen and I were talking about like, Early on, when we were making this decision, we were talking about, you know, why would we do this now? We're really comfortable in our house. We'd have to spend a lot of money and do a lot of work on another house. And financially, is that the right move for us right now? You know, later we'll be able to afford more. Should we wait? Um, And we felt like, you know, our kids are very young still, but that's going to go by in a flash. And if we're going to get a bigger house with, some more of our wish list items for living, like maybe a home theater space that's part of the living area and maybe a dance practice space for our girls. It's really the time is now to get that done or as quickly as we can so that we have those years to enjoy that space. And because when the girls are moved out of the house and on with their lives, we don't need a big house with a lot of bells and whistles.
1: I'm never going to let them leave. They're all just going to stay with us forever.
0: <laughs> so, but if you're just looking long-term, if you, if you're going to have a big family house, do it as early as you can. And we feel like we're fortunate to be in a position to make this work, even though it'll be a stretch for us and a lot of like hard labor to make it happen. And it's not going to happen overnight. It'll take several years to make it what we want it to be. But we just feel like now is the time. And we feel really blessed that's even possible, um, but it'll still require a ton of work.
1: So here we go. Big adventure. Yeah. It's ours. It's going to be amazing. Thanks for listening, everybody. We will be sharing more about all of the things we have going on in the house. Look for updates often right here on Heart of the Home podcast. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.